What's up, world? This is Mo, and this is We Need a Fifth. And I got my man P in the building. What up? I got my man Hill on the line. Yo, Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's the New Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, at least. Oh, yeah. It's New Year. And um, same stuff, though. Hello, Brooklyn. Maybe not same stuff, though. Because this is a new Brooklyn that we're seeing, fellas. Um, I, I think they've, they've been on a nice little win streak. Um, but they're about to hit another barrier, another uh, group of adversity. Because we got KD out for the next month. Um, I think he had a sprain knee, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. What do we think this Brooklyn team is going to look like in this next month? Is this the opportunity that um, many Kyrie fans, hit Hint Hill, um, have been looking for, for him to step up and actually, you know, take control of a team and lead a team? Is this his time to shine? Or um, is Jacques Vaughn just that, that that good of a coach where, hey, he'll be able to make up for this? Um, what are you guys' thoughts on where the, the state of the Brooklyn Nets? Um, this is, this is P, yeah, oh, okay. Oh, so um, yeah. yeah. No, okay. I go. I, it's just get just stay five hundred. Like I, I stay stay afloat until KD comes back. Like you know, I know the expectations of people say, "Oh, Kyrie, can you carry the team?" They don't need him to carry it. Just stay in the hunt. Because with the rent, they're like one game out of first. So if they could go to if they could stay five hundred, if Kyrie could lead them to, to being five hundred for the next month, i.e. The Golden State Warriors, they'll be. I think they'll be okay. Assuming yeah. that Katie comes back 100, percent of course. That's the that's the ultimate caveat. I mean, can they be just as good as they are without the arguably the the best play in the league or the second best play in the league? Probably not. Right. Um, one five hundred p. I'll I'll take 33 percent and then just be playoff as healthy as Katie mm-hmm. needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as they're in the playoff hunt, the playing game, six, seven, it, to me, it doesn't matter. As long as they're in the playoffs and he's 100% healthy or 95%, that, that should be it. I, I don't think the team could could leverage over 500 without KD, even though KD did it without Kyrie, mm-hmm. um, which answers all you guys' questions, which is Ky- that, unlike I'm thinking, Kyrie is not as important as I have him in that stratosphere with Kevin Durant. So we'll get that out the way. I'll, I'll admit to you guys with that much. Um, The way they were playing with Out of This World, I I had them coming out the East mm. together. I really think they're that, that strong, and I didn't think they need that many pieces. I thought that much of their talent. Um, Yeah, 33% for me. Just, just <laughs> I, I got them, at, you know, at three and three and six. If you um, accentuated it, it's something in the lines of six and 12, mm. you know what I mean? Um, for a month, month and a half out and being at fifth, sixth spot, perfectly fine. Um, they seem to have gelled together and Jacques Vaughn needs a lot of credit. So um, it's just about the healthy KD and letting them come back full strength and uh, no one else getting hurt. And well, you kind of um, got into something I was going to ask you guys. Um, and you've already answered it for yourself. 
But P, does their recent play, their recent, you know, how they look recently, has that changed your outlook on what they can be as far as a championship contender or, or a playoff team? I, I thought they already were. Like when I, I when I no when I knew Katie and Kyrie were coming to Brooklyn, I thought that was a championship team like four years ago. He's always been insistent on that, bro. You know what I mean? Like I, I was oh. like, okay, they're on the I, I thought they were on the collision course to one of the LA teams. That's a whole other topic. But I thought, you know, it was four years ago, I thought this was going to happen. So this just rein this reinforced what I always already thought four years ago. You put Kyrie and KD on the same team, and just surrounded by you know decent talent, you have a chance to win a championship. So I'm just glad to see them healthy and see everyone available and playing so the rest of the world could see it. Because like I said, they were one game out of, one game out of first place, which wasn't a surprise to me. The biggest surprise mm-hmm. might be everyone being healthy and available. But mm-hmm. them them be, them being healthy and available and winning, no, I, I, I don't understand why wouldn't you think that would be the case. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess I, I I was more of a victim of the moment, and I'm seeing all the dysfunction and chaos mm-hmm. over the last two or three years. And honestly, I didn't have them as legitimate championship contenders this year because of, hey, all the, the chaos and, and dysfunctionality of that organization as a whole. And 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 until Jock Vaughn really took hold of this team, I felt like this team didn't have an identity, didn't have a culture, you know, uh, to point to and say, hey, this is who we are and this is how we're going to win. You know, um, now with this recent run, it, 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 it feels like, hey, there's some more there seems to be a plan, you know, whereas before this, when they had Nash and, and all the uh, chaos that was going on with Kyrie um, and, and, and the vaccine and all that nonsense, it didn't seem like they had a plan for winning on, you know, actually, hey, this is how we're going to get to the playoffs. This is how we're going to make our way to the championship and eventually capture the championship. I felt like, hey, before Jock Farm really got a hold of this team, they didn't have that. So I, I was totally not on the – I probably the odd man out in this podcast in the sense that, hey, um, at the start of this season, I didn't think they had a shot toward the championship because of that dysfunctionality. We didn't know, hey, when Kyrie was going to be coming back to play, you know, um, mm-hmm. at that time. Um, so I'd been – Pleasantly surprised by their recent play. And um, I think Jock Vaughn can't um, get enough credit at this point um, because I think they always had the talent to your point, P. Um, when you have KD and Kyrie on the same team, you have enough talent. Now it's can you give that talent some direction? And I think Jock Vaughn gave them some direction um, and, and the, the power of coaching, you know what I mean, and the importance of coaching. It's um, proven with him. Um, and I think that's what you were missing with the Steve Nash, is that there, were, there was no direction. You know, um, KD and Kyrie were trying to tell him where to go. You know, and it, it can't work that way. 
I mean, you don't put that much onus on coaching, then you got to put some slack on, on on Steve Nash. As great as the job as Jacques Vaughn has done, then all the dead flowers have to go to Steve Nash. We're talking about he should not get a sniff of a high school job, if that's the case then. And then take himself and go on the side of the bench and learn the X's and O's of the game. At this point, you're not close to Becky Hammond. I mean, people that took the onus of learning the game when he got thrusted in it. Maybe it was KD's package deal. Who knows? We'll never know. But this is just a horrible, horrible stigma that's going to be put on Steve Nash and his, his coaching acumen. No, oh, I definitely. I, I, no, I, I, no, I completely agree because, you know, again, as me thinking KD, Kyrie, okay, roll the ball out there. I guess not, because mm-hmm. the, the the difference is the coach. <laughs> like you know, you actually took James Harden out the equation, which mm-hmm. would make you a lesser team. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, kudos to Jacques Vaughn. Um, full disclosure, I always looked at him like a career assistant coach. I didn't think he was, mm-hmm. you know, because he's been an assistant coach since I could, you know, I don't. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't think he would ever even be a head coach. So for him to get this opportunity and to shine at it, you know, I mean, kudos to him. You know, I, I, my my favorite coach of the year, if I had a vote. He's literally turned gray in front of our eyes. Yeah, He's yeah. The, 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 we've, the, seen him, we've seen him grow when we watched him play. We watched him yeah. sit on the bench. Yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's a whole other story. With the Kansas days with the S. Carroll fade, it's yes. crazy to see. This is that same, that, this yes. is that same yes. guy. That's that's the same yes. jargon with Paul yes. Pierce and the Rafer friends. But uh, yeah, again, I'm happy for him though, and I and he deserves it because he's doing a great job. It's not like I'm just happy for him just because he's doing an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you see the before and after, where you know Steve Nash pretty much was just given a job because of his, um, you know, because of his stature as a player, where Jacques Vaughn kind of grinded it out as an assistant all these years, and um, he, he seems prepared. Now, do you guys think I'm jumping out of the building? saying that, hey, he should be a legitimate Coach of the Year candidate? Or has Steve Nash's job been so terrible that he makes Jacques Vaughn look like a Coach of the Year candidate? Basically, I, I, hey. Both could be same. Yeah, I think it's both. I, I truly wow. think it's both. I, I definitely think he should be Coach of the Year. Definitely. But Steve Nash in F2, it helps. <laughs> it helps. You know what I mean? Like the bar was set so low, so it's for him for him to come up. So I, I think both things are true. Yeah. You know, with K- KD out, um, a lot of the load, especially the scoring load, is going to be on Kyrie. Um, the leadership load is going to be on Kyrie. We haven't talked about the other um, star in the building. Because um, he's hurt. The other star is hurt, Ma. No, no, we're talking about Ben Simmons, P. Ben Simmons. Do you think he takes advantage of this opportunity to 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 um grab a little bit more responsibility? I mean, he had. I mean, he has. I mean, we need to call Ben what he is. He's a. I mean, more responsibility as what he's a facilitator. I mean, he doesn't do anything else. He's not going to pick up scoring, which they need. They're, no, they're, they're okay. going to lose. I mean, not only is he not going to pick up scoring, he's not going to score. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I totally get that. And it's Ben is Ben is actually Ben is actually playing well. 
but it's yeah. it's not to the point of picking up the slack of a Kevin Durant. No, they're going to lose. They, they, they're going to lose unless he's able to pick uh, up 26 it, points per game. Uh, and maybe picking up the slack is the wrong way to, to phrase that question. Maybe, do you think he can handle the opportunity to take on more responsibility? Only responsibility is needed is it, scoring. The answer is no. He, he, he won't be able to do as such. The game plan is to shut Kyrie off and make the others win. And Ben will have to facilitate and try to get them into positions to score, which he has been doing. But they need scoring. It's it's very simple, and he cannot provide that. So the so Brooklyn just needs to maintain their wins losses enough until Katie comes back. All right, let ben, me be the 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 Ben Simmons advocate right now. With Katie out, and hey, you need more scoring. Many would point to the to Ben's um talent for hey driving to the basket, getting to the rim. Can he take more more of those opportunities? Because I know with when KD and Kyrie are in with him, he doesn't take as many opportunities to the basket. You know, um, usually when you see him start um, driving to the basket, he's with that second team, um, and he's given the space to kind of do that. You know, um, do you think he'll get more opportunities like that with the first unit? More than likely, but I mean, he has to take a shot. Which yeah, he's still reluctant to do. Yeah, he'll I mean, get he more opportunities. opportunities. Yeah, he'll get more opportunities because the, the the opposite team will play game plan and scheme that leave him open. You know what I mean? It's going to be by design. If it's, if the Nets don't want him to get more opportunities, the opposition wants him to get more opportunities. Because I think honestly, you can have been as a a mini Giannis in the sense. Oh no 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 no! And what I mean no. by that, P is. One thing that Ben can do as far as scoring is, hey, he can drive to the basket. He can get to the rim. And he, he can dunk. He can, he, he but he dunks but he, he, late. He can do he can, that. He can. He, can, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He not to. I, I agree with you, Mo. He can, but he, he's not going to. I think you're, you're, I think you're stuck on the fact that what he should be doing. Right. But he's reluctant to do it. Himself, I mean, just himself. He just... Two nights ago, I mean, he got yelled at again by Kyrie in which he had a layup and he down-passed it and, and it went out of bounds. He's just reluctant himself to score. I mean, yeah. so he'll have opportunities. You just won't have – we can't make Ben Simmons to something he's not. Yeah, I, I, think you're going, you're, I, I think you're going off his talent. I'm going off his results, basically. He has the talent to all do right. all of this that you're talking about. Let me ask you this, then. Um can the Nets win a championship if Ben doesn't capture some of that back? Yeah, if they limit his minutes. Because I think you would you take the blow of KD being out. I don't think Vincent has nothing to do with it. I say I, I think Seth has to be healthy. Uh, Joe Harris has to um, be healthy and continue to start knocking down shots as he has he's been doing. And Claxton has to, you know, rebound and be an excellent rim protector. To me, those three players are way more important than Ben Simmons for the success of the Brooklyn Nets. TJ Warren, at, at this point, I'm sorry, but TJ Warren mm-hmm. might be more important. He, when you say you, they, you needed someone to pick up scoring, I'm looking for TJ Warren to pick up the scoring more than I, I would look for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. So there's about four plays ahead of him as far as importance to me over Ben Simmons. I, I actually think that the way they were playing 
they need Ben Simmons to play as is for them to win a championship. And just a little nuances that he does. And it's not so much just scoring, and I see it. It's him mm-hmm. facilitating the offense because you're taking it out of Kyrie's hands. Kyrie is playing better now because he has more, more energy to play. He's not facilitating. He's not bringing the ball up. Ben Simmons is putting the ball in the right places, setting picks, great passing. He, the little nuances is what's going to take this team to a championship to me with Kevin Durant there. And if he continues to play as is, just status quo, yeah, that, that's championship basketball. I don't think he needs to pick anything up. But with Kevin out, it's not going to matter. It's one of those things you need Kevin Durant on this team for Ben Simmons' attributes to shine. He's playing very well per se. Not for what he should be playing. They should be about 62 and 20 if you thought Ben Simmons was playing to Ben Simmons' capacity. But he's not. But how he's playing, I do like. I'm watching the nuance. It's the back picks. It's the full-court bounce passes. It's the defense. I mean, he's playing the five. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's defending one through five a lot. So I like what he's doing. Asking him to do more than that outside of what he has to do because KD's here. It's going to be a little tough. And you're going to be more demanding from scoring. He's not going to be able to give you that. With KD there, you 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 tend to enjoy Ben Simmons' presence more. That's what I do. I, I don't want to watch Brooklyn without KD and have having Ben Simmons doing the whole, you know, passing regimen. Um, is it too soon to ask where Kyrie Irving will be next year? Yeah, I haven't thought about it. Do we think he's still going to be with Brooklyn? Yeah, I haven't thought about it. But I, th- I think it depends on the result. It depends on the playoffs. You know how how deep in the playoff run they have. You know. Yeah, know. I'm so Johnny come lately. I, I I had them locked in to stay in Brooklyn for way the way they've been playing. And like you said, they go to the playoffs. Yeah, he he likes where he is and who he's playing with. But it was so ugly prior to the vaccine, the contract. I mean, all that plays a part. And it's hard to forget. So he could actually leave in a, in a heartbeat. So I, I don't know. All right. And, and, and with you even saying that, let me ask the follow-up question. If he does leave, where do we think he may end up? Lakers. Probably the Lakers. Hey, Kyrie being funny, he could go to the Clippers. But Lakers. Mm. I guess that's a possibility of the familiarity with LeBron. Um, yeah, I guess that's as good as good a guess as any. Um, I don't know, like like you said, if it's like if he feels the type of way how Brooklyn treated him during this ordeal, I think he has to really look at it. Like the other twenty nines would probably would have treated you the same way. So it's kind of like wherever you go, it's not really that they're better people. They got your back more than Brooklyn had your back. So you know. I guess All right. stay, stay with the devil that you know type of thing. Mm. All right. Then maybe the better question is, is there a team that's better suited for Kyrie and his talent than Brooklyn? As far as championship chasing, is there a team in a better position or in, you know, in a position to give Kyrie a better chance at securing a championship? You know, I, I would say L.A., if AD was healthy, mm. but yeah, 
that's you know that that that's an ongoing topic with us. But but a yeah. healthy AD, LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Any other teams out there? Yeah, probably Denver. I would switch swap uh, Jamal Murray with Kyrie. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I see the LA um, in the actual. Uh, I, I see both LA teams being just fit for um, Clippers or, or the Lakers. I think Clippers might be a little bit more dangerous for him as far as, say, what he can do. Because um, I think they run a little bit deeper than the Lakers at this point. And I think, hey, he gets signed to the Lakers. You still have the same issue that they have right now where, hey, outside their top heavy. Outside of their stars, who do they have? You know, um, that could complement the team and, and get them to where they want to be. Um, Clippers actually built pretty well for a team. It's just that they don't play. Yeah, I, I, I if, yeah. if I was at, if I was advising, I would tell them not to go to the Clippers because mm. at at most maybe you play forty games with Kawhi and Paul George mm-hmm. collectively, maybe. I, I mean, I have they, no... they, yeah, they they quietly green light bad behavior. Yeah, you know, like I, I, if I can't say, oh, I'm not sure about AD, it didn't tell you go to the club. No way. Because basically Kawhi and Paul George is AD times two mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. at this point. At this point. Again, talent-wise, yes. Um, you know, but no, availability, no way. I, I think he'll be the bottom. It'll, it'll probably be like him and the Morris twin and, you know. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't play. I don't think he would play with Paul George and Kawhi very much if he went out there. Because they don't play basketball very much. Or and, and I'm gonna throw this out at him. What about um with your boy um Jalen Green out in um Houston? Then oh, I mean then you you're telling me that then they're adding women you know, too as well. If if he I mean, goes Houston in, is Houston yeah. is in the sweepstakes for women Yama. Yeah. And they would still um, be in the sweepstakes after that. That is a rebuild down there and Houston, Detroit, and Orlando. It's gonna take a while. I don't I don't see Kyrie wasting any years down there in Houston. You don't like that backcourt? Green and Irving? I, I do if we're doing a summer league, but if you're trying to win a championship, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Oh man. Yo, um, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, where do you think Kyrie is gonna end up next year? Um, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Or email us directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Um, fellas, NBA has a, a, a huge slate of games going on on um, Martin Luther King Day. Um, it's a tough slate. Um, if I talk to me, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, program director for this one is just rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know we kind of singled out one of the games, uh, Pelicans at Cavaliers. Um, you guys looking forward to that possible uh, return of B.I., Brandon Ingram, to the lineup um, versus the um, young upstart. Cavaliers team that's I, I believe it's in the top four position in the East at this point. 
and, and the Pelicans are the top four position in the West. Um, is this a matchup that we're looking forward to? Mm, only if Zion and the eyes there. It's actually if the, everyone if everyone's healthy, it's an excellent game. But if one of them are missing, there's just something missing about it to me. You know what I mean? Like, eh. okay. Um, all right. Um, I I, uh, I don't know. Rough, rough going down that that list. Yeah, and because the only other notable game that you guys pointed out to me, and I don't know why it's notable, um, or is is the Raptors. <laughs> At the Knicks, in any game in the Garden is in any game in the Garden. It's going to okay. have some so, excitement. It's so it's just yes. location. It's just location. Right, right. Oh, I mean, Scotty Barnes is Scotty Barnes is a young guy, and Pascal Siakam is playing well. The Knicks are playing well, and we're home. That that's it. After this whole slate, the only thing I'm getting from the NBA is that they actually wanted you to observe this day. <laughs> Revenue is going on, and they wanted you to observe. It's a very important day. We're here. You might be busy. You turn us on, but if we get it, listen. We're not. We want to take anyone's eyes away. But we'll put up the worst slate of games you possibly could think of, so you can spend time with loved ones to to honor and, and respect that day. And I, I'm thankful to the NBA for that because I will be, even as a sports enthusiast, I will be solemnly recognizing that day only because I will not be engaging in any any NBA games that day. So you're not clamoring to, to see the Heat versus the Hawks? With no. the boy Trey, Trey, Trey no. Breezy? No. You're not ready to see? You literally might have a day in which minus LeBron that no stars are playing that entire day. You never thought about it. Not one you, star is playing. You got Jason day. Tatum play, playing. No stars are playing that day. <laughs> Not nah, one. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Nah, Jason Tatum is. He, nah, he's a superstar. He's a superstar. He's a star. And he's playing, he's against, he, he, and he's playing against LaMelo Ball? It oh, means I can't uh, Listen. How is the time in which... I can't tell you who's who anymore. And that's including if you're doing the dad. I don't know who is who. No one stands out from the ball family anymore. Boss. No one. Yeah, it's the, I'm I was a I'm a Lamelo guy, but yeah, that that the situation that he's in is tough. Like I don't want to watch Charlotte. I just, I just don't. Um. So nobody's interested in Suns at Grizzlies. I, no. Whoa. No. No. John Moran? <laughs> Jared Jackson Jr.? If John plays. I mean, if, if John plays, Booker's not going to play, is he? Yeah, this is more of the more of who Memphis is playing than Memphis. Yeah. This is on the Suns. I don't want to watch the Suns play. All right. Um, let's talk about um, what moves teams can make before the trade, trade deadline. Trade deadline's coming up on February 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any teams that that should be looking to make a move at this time that y'all look at? Philly. Lakers need shooters. Lakers need shooters. Okay. Um, Philly, you said, P? Yeah, I just, I think they're just, they're, they're good, but I don't think they're championship good right now. And they're clearly not going to tank, so they need to do something. 
Like this is this looks like a first round and out. What do you what do you think they need at this time? Oof. Randall. No. No. Someone that can take a little slack when Embiid goes. That because it's clearly not Harden. Um, I mean, he can give Randall the ball and he can put up shots. You know what? I, I, I'm not even sure exactly what they're missing, to be honest. Because they actually have decent shooting. Yep. Is someone that can um, give you some type of scoring I think they output while they're there. I, I know people are really high they on They need Tobias that. Harris to do what they paid him to do. Okay. Yeah, you could get him up out of there, too. But um, I know people are high on Maxi, but I think him and Harden are overkill, actually. Like, I don't think you need both of them. You know what I mean? Right, like, I think, so I actually, one's I would, expendable. Yeah, and I probably would keep... The way he's playing, I would probably keep Harden. I know. Right. I know that it's not the long-term thing, but if I'm mm-hmm. going for it this year, I'll probably get trade Harden and ship Maxi or somebody for, like, a whole bunch of shooters. Or even playmakers. I, I think I could get a lot. I probably could get draft picks, a lot of draft picks for Maxi also, because he's a young player. So you might get a lot back in return from him. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to necessarily mortgage your future by trading him away. And Hill, you were saying the Lakers need to make make moves. Shooters, obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, um. In height, no? I, I don't know how, because for some weird reason, and they have Gabriel, that's it, right? When they have Gabriel and they have what you call him? And, um, and Brian, Brian Washington. But, Brian. The, Brian, but Brian is like 6'9. Like mm-hmm. he's playing, he's playing well. Play tall. And, play play and well. He's playing, play he's, he's playing excellent. Kudos, you know, he's playing excellent. But yeah, give, give me some seven footers out here, please. You know, I'm gonna still uh, go ahead, P. I'm sorry. No, that's it. This, I, I think the Lakers need height too. They, they actually like a pretty short team. I'm going to steal a trade idea um, from you here uh, when we were talking the other day. Um, I think the Atlanta Hawks should really seriously consider trading Trey Young. Mm-hmm. I think that they they could be be in a position to put themselves in a Herschel Walker type situation. Herschel Walker, Dallas Cowboys type situation. Mm-hmm. Where, hey, you tra- trade away Herschel Walker and you get the farm. You get everything that you need, and um, you can open up a championship window that can last you two, three, maybe four years. Um, I think, especially with Murray there, I think you capitalize on Trey Young's stock being at at the highest uh, right now, as far as his star potential and how the league looks at him, how um, other teams look at him, and you get as much as you can. You try to get a Gobert type deal, but I think you can even win without a Gobert type deal. Um, if you were able to get, you know, um, role players that could star star in their role surrounding Collins and, and Murray in them. Yeah, uh, if I would make it, if Atlanta, I just want one draft picks back. I would tank basically. If I'm trading mm-hmm. Trey Young, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in tank mode. I just want draft picks back. I want to lose all the games possible we can this year because. The remaining pieces don't really excite me to build around, to be honest. Oh, Mur- Mur- Murray's pretty good, but eh. so, Collins, yeah. um, yeah, Co- Collins, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, I, I know people are high on them. Capella, yeah, these are all replaceable um, players in my mind. 
Capella I could get somewhere else. Collins I could get somewhere else. All these people remind me like Dallas Mavericks players. They're good, but eh. Okay. So, any other teams or or, or um, that give need me, to make moves? Yeah, give me. I'll give you Trey Young. Give me um, no picks. Give me Duarte, Turner, and Buddy Hill. Then you would be that the works. Pacers. But then you would be the Pacers, no? No. You think it would be better no. than the Pacers? Much better. Yeah. With Murray. So you think Murray's yeah, better you, you, than you, you, Halliburton? Nah, yeah. Big time. Yeah. One of them will be All-Star this Murray's, year. Murray's an All-Star. Not this year. Murray's an All-Star. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think so. I think that's a lateral move. I just... Halliburton, I, I don't know, has Halliburton ever been an All-Star? This year, this year. This year. He'll make it this year? Yeah, he should, yeah. he should. I don't I think can't. he will. I don't know. I, I don't think he will. That's a tough <laughs> to kill him, for him, yo. 20, 20 and 10 in the sixth place? Not, okay. No, it's not bad. I don't I don't think he'll, I don't, I don't, I personally don't think he'll make it, but he should. But All-Star or not, I just think um, if those names go to Atlanta, okay. It'll be the seven or eighth seed. Like I don't really see how that helps you. Yeah, I think it helps you. Substantially, I think they get into the top six with that. But why they're not in the top six now? Because they're at Indiana. Right. Like they're 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 playing. Because I don't um, think they have those pieces that Indiana would would have. I think those pieces would make them better. I think they're not as good because they don't have those pieces. I think they're strapped with Trey Young and. John, they don't have an identity yet. Who's going to run a team? They go back and forth about their plays. It's. I just, yeah. I mean, we could agree to disagree on this one because Indiana has right. a better record. Indiana has a better record than Atlanta, so they're actually already a, a better team. But I don't think Indiana would take the, the. I don't think Indiana would do the deal because I think they feel that Trey Young doesn't help them. That's the reason why I, I don't think they would do it. If that would be the case, if they were to do that, I would do that in a heartbeat. I think Trey Young is useless on Atlanta, except for tickets. And he's got them to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I said yeah. he would never get back again. And they're only going to go south with him at the point guard. As personal opinion, no, I, I think uh, I, first of all, let me, let me say this: I hate to break it to you, I don't think this trade would ever happen. Not, not at this point, because I think, mm -hmm. like you said, he's he's box office. Big whether time. we whether we like to watch him or not, that's a whole other story. But I think Dejounte might office. go before him. Dejounte yeah. might go before him yeah. because that's I, what they I, feel I, about I, him in Atlanta. Yeah, I feel like they're looking at him like he's the face of the franchise. So what good to get something back is kind of like, you know, Buddy Hill. Even if even if what you say is true, like if you get the haul from Indiana and they're a better team, I don't think they'll pull the trigger because because we yeah, Buddy sales trick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's an undersized. He's an undersized, bad shooting, bad percentage. Some uh, well, not sometimes for the last three years, bad decision making non-Steph Curry point guard, which is flair and which Atlanta's going to keep him just for that. I mean, advanced statistics, I don't see why you would keep him at all. Even if you didn't have DeJounte Murray, I would trade him for something better than what he's given you. I think two or three years from now when people get tired of either missing the playoffs or losing in the first round, then they'll do it. You know what I mean? So I, I actually think you guys are ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? But I think as far as long as he could sell tickets, then they're not letting right. go right now. You know. But as for, as a but, GM and, and prognosticating, yeah. you want to sell as high as he possibly is. Two or three years from now, he's not going to be that high. 
the problem with you and Mo, you're thinking basketball. Think ticket sales, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. Are there any teams out there that you think should make moves before the trade de deadline on February 9th? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Also, don't forget to, to hit us up on um, Anchor Podcast or wherever you receive your podcast. We're back on the podcast. Um, hit us up there or email us directly at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Um, this is the part of the show um, where we, we discuss the elephant in the room uh, and the elephant that I don't really want to deal with. The NFL, uh, they have their playoff weekend starting this week. I, I guess you guys want to talk about that or something. Yeah. <laughs> I stand with Colin. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, NFL playoff weekend start um this week. Um, fellas, tell me what what are you guys expecting? What do you guys see? The only um, New York team. I mean, they're, they're they're playing with or without Tua. That should be a smoke session, right? Bills versus Dolphins. The only New York team. Wow. Te Technically. Oh, yeah. geographically, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean. East Rutherford, New York? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, go Bills. I mean. Bills Mafia? Yo, Josh is. Uh, come on, man. Enough said. Okay. I mean, so he, he should basically win that, that game against the Dolphins for what I've been here. The Dolphins um, don't have Tua. I think they're on their third-string quarterback at this point because mm -hmm. um, there's no guarantee that Teddy is going to be available, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, but who else is – who who is playing on the NFC side? Is, is, are the Giants playing this weekend? The yeah, Giants play, the, I think, Monday night, right? Yeah, I believe they got or the tomorrow. Vikings. Yeah, they got the Vikings. Mr. Yeah, Gritty. Okay. Um, um, what, what do we think their chances are? Um, I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings, the Vikings. in this one. I, you know, neutral neutral yeah. site Giants in Minnesota. Yeah. I got uh, the, this guy probably doing the gritty all over the whole place. So probably <laughs> Minnesota. Moving on up. All right, and and, and I'm gonna ask you guys this because you guys have been watching the NFL uh, a lot more than I have. Um. People point to Minnesota's inconsistency mm -hmm. um, as a reason to doubt that they'll be overwhelming favorites against the Giants. Is mm -hmm. that something that concerns you guys? And uh, do you yeah. think that they'll do what they need to do to win the game? I've been in and out the NFL for the past two or three years. So when they say inconsistencies, let's put it on his lap. We're talking about Kirk Cousins, right? That's what we're really talking about. We know he puts up numbers in a regular season. He's a he's a good quarterback. He's, but yeah, I don't think people trust him in in a playoff in big spots. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's on him. It's on him. You have arguably the best wide receiver in the game. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like there's really no excuses, you know. Yeah, a decent running back, some would say. Yeah, cook, cook, not bad, cook. right? 
Cook, not bad, not bad. With that yeah. being said, the Giants could drum up a nice scheme in which I mean, Giants play well in the playoffs. They all always have. Yeah, I, 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 would, I mean, I can really see the Giants winning this game. Get a lead and you know, run the ball. You build for that. Hill, you you trust your boy Danny Dimes to to um to lead the Giants e- to a victory? <laughs> you think he could do that? They can oh, scheme you- well. They can scheme well. I mean, he has the legs and he makes it out the pocket. He makes some throws. Danny's not as bad as people have him. I mean, Giants can win. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to go on the limb and say Giants will win this game, actually. Oof. Wow. Okay. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go 17-16 Giants. That's what I'll go. Um, okay. I, w- I would feel more comfortable if the Giants getting a lead and him handing the ball off to Saquon. <laughs> I would feel way more comfortable if that was the scenario, but okay. Um. What you call it? Bills Dolphins. Um, you both got the Bills on that one. Close yeah. game, thirty-four thirteen Bills. <laughs> yeah, that that, that would. I be mean, like, that could be fifty-two <laughs> to to, to yeah. seven type thing. So yeah, uh, uh, good luck, Miami. Miami yeah. should make it close. There's only so many well, slants and screens you could throw to Tyreek Hill, bro. <laughs> so so well, many. Now is um the young young quarterbacks Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence playing this weekend as well? Is that tonight? That's tonight or tomorrow, right? Yeah, I believe so. Because who the Jaguars have? Bengals. No, I uh, think Jaguars they, have uh, Chargers. Chargers. Oh yeah, it's tonight. That's tonight. That's tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who you guys got for that for that game? Oof. Justin this is like Herbert just so good, bro. But but I, Travis started coming along his last five games. Yeah, I'm you know I'm just going over. Watch. Uh, I'm just going Herbert. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm there for this one. It's a good I'm watch. This one. Yeah. I'll go. Jags. Oh, 22-20 Jags. Oh, you believe in? All right, is that a case of you believing in Trevor Lawrence and what Brad? Um, who's the coach now? Doug Peterson, I believe. Or is it the fact that you don't believe in Herbert and Stanley on the other end? Because I know the Chargers head coach, from what I've been hearing, um, has issues with game management. Enough to get him into the playoffs? Don't want to hear that. Herbert, <laughs> Herbert is nice. And Stanley, like I said, I'm not gonna say good in the place. Um, not worried about his star wide receiver <sighs> being hurt and, and and leaving him in the, in a in a game that didn't mean anything. Those are the you stories got, that I'm hearing. You still got Mike Williams? No, he's hurt. He's not. He's playing. hurt. I mean, what did you still? I mean, so you're saying Mike Williams is star for for the Chargers? I mean, someone say it's what you call. Him. Um. Name is passing my mind right now, but they still have enough weapons. Yeah, they have, um, I mean, just traditionally, San Diego always has like skilled position players, like a plethora of them, and this is no different. So, wow, people are going Mike Williams is wide receiver one over. Uh, I'm going blank due to my age. Not um, uh, wowzers, this is sad. And it's because of my West Coast bias, though, mm. that it should just come up, but um. Yeah, they always have the traditional six-five wide receiver out there, but uh, yeah, but he's very, very good. Yeah, I I've been out the games for a long hill. I looked at the Pro Bowl roster. I didn't know. I mean, the All Pro roster. I didn't know half of these dudes. No, but how like, can I'm, I? I'm 
Oh my god. I know they got Austin Eckler. Um Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen. That's he's a been wide there for receiver one. And he's That's actually a wide receiver for a minute. He's, he's he's all by himself today. Mike Williams was hurt in game 18 in the second half. Um, once they were, they, the Chargers were, were basically playing for them. Yeah, but he might and, be that one. If, believe it or not, because of the West Coast bias, Keenan Allen is what Mike Evans is to Tampa Bay. He could disrupt an entire game. Keenan can go crazy. So they, they should be fine. Eckler and him, yeah, they, they should be, should be fine. Yeah. So they yeah. can win that game. And Herbert is special. Yeah, it's it's actually I think it's an important game for her. Like if you lose to Trevor Lawrence, that's that might be a spot that he's taking, like that type of deal. You know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. as the, the 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 pantheon of these young quarterbacks that's going to come up, so that this will be an interesting game. And and I'm just going to speak on you know the narratives that I've been hearing from you know online, ESPN, Fox News, and stuff like that. From what I'm hearing. The Chargers, if they lose, it's going to be more of an indictment on their coach. Because from what the narratives that I've been hearing is that, hey, he's a terrible game manager um, and uh, terrible at clock management. Um, there have been a number of moves during the course of this season and last season that people have, are scratching their heads about. And I think that if he loses, um, I think the first question is going to be, hey, when are y'all getting rid of the head coach? I don't think anybody's going to really question Justin Herbert um, because of some of the missteps that his coach has made during the last two years, and especially in concern with him as well. Um, the people mentioned um, from this season, hey, you had Justin Herbert, your franchise quarterback, he cracked a couple of ribs, tells you he wants to play, and you put him back in for him to end up being hurt even more so and having to sit out a couple of more games. So it's just little things like that that people are, are pointing to. Um, there was some games last year from um, what I've been hearing that he mismanaged that should have been easy wins. Um, like I uh, um, stated earlier, hey, he had his star wide receiver in the, in the, in the game in the second half. Um, that didn't mean anything. Last game of the year, and you're playing a team that, hey, they're not being competitive because it was the Broncos, and the Broncos knew that their season was over. So at what point, what are you trying to accomplish? You know, um, these are some of the narratives that I'm hearing um, when I looked up the NFL. I, I mean, I personally, I mean, I think you should get another year or two to – to actually get used to it and learn the game. I mean, those narratives, I'll disagree with him because he's in the playoffs. If you, if you told me that, like, he lost six fourth-quarter leads, like Josh McDaniel having <laughs> Carr and having Jacobs, having an all-time season, and having Devontae Adams yeah, and Adams. a decent defense, sure, I would say you fire him, but Josh is coming back. Um, and Carr is the one that's going to be leaving out. So from a coach's perspective, I really stay away from what the media has to say because that should be, they should be honing in on that. I mean, the Raiders situation should be a, the, the the main thing over there on the West Coast that you're thinking of. And then think of is as um, I looked, I watched that game actually um, when Herbert was hurt. And should he have been taken out? 
Yeah, sure, but this is the whole gamer, you know, mm-hmm. way of thinking, which I didn't think that he was going to take himself out. And I think he would have been second-guessed during that game because that game was competitive. So, bad decision, sure. But then on, on top of that, I mean, he's not going to lose his job down there in Miami for putting Tua back in and then botching that oh. whole situation. He should have been, yeah. been cut from there. And Tua, there's a good chance Tua could have lost his life. And this guy had broken ribs. So, you take care of Miami situation and the L.A. situation, then sure, you fire those two coaches to come back to me. Yeah, sure. Stanley should lose his job in a heartbeat. But if they still keep their jobs and come back and they're in the playoffs, no. We, we don't move on. That's just my personal you know, standpoint because no one's lost more bad games than Josh McDaniels this year. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Okay. Um. Cincinnati Ravens, they, they, it seems like they play every week. <laughs> and this is no Lamar. Lamar is taking care of his future. He says he's not going to play. So, therefore, this should be a spanking in Cincinnati. I, Baltimore could be down to their third uh, uh, third string quarterback as well, too. So, um, any any predictions for the Tampa Bay Dallas game? <laughs> Dallas has to win that game. Man. You can't lose to a ninety year old quarterback having a struggling yeah. league. But this is what he does in the playoffs. So, if he limits your possessions in Dallas and every one of them have has to be perfect for Dak then Tampa Bay will win this game because Dak is a horrible quarterback. Um, do you guys think that Tom Brady is playing next year? Yes. Yeah, I don't see why not. It, like, it's, it's, it's uh, ooh, good question. Probably Tampa because um, I think what you're going to be, I think they're going to, I think they're going to chop him. Yeah, if not, if, not a, if not, I think the Raiders is a, or is a possibility, actually, mm-hmm. to replace Derek Carr. Possibly. Now, um, what about Miami? Because, you know, he was supposed to have that inside deal with the, the owner at one point. That was part of the Brian Flores um, lawsuit that, hey, initially Tom was supposed to come to Miami instead of Tampa Bay. And two or three, it could be open. I mean, over, and it's not bad. I, I think because that that back deal is known, probably nixed them, him actually going there at this point, though. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, which we call it? I think this is the final game that we have. That San Francisco. Who are they playing? So, Niners are playing Seattle. Who you got for that? <laughs> I believe the Niners. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Think... Irrelevant is going to take you there. I believe. Right. If that... If if not, what the the three um all pro defensive players might take you there too, yeah, right? right. <laughs> this uh, one, yeah, this is not McCaffrey. Samuel's back, like, nah, this, so, this one shouldn't be competitive. So should um, do you think Brock Purdy could be your um Joe Burrow for this year? Sure, I mean he's going to run. Absolutely, they invested so much in Trey. That uh, we at least we know we have a solid backup. It just gets Garoppolo out the picture. <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, let me ask you guys this: Who who are your picks to come out of the AFC and the NFC? Hmm. 
I I love his offense. I just hate the Chiefs defense. I really do. I, I I'm going with Buffalo out the AFCs. Okay. I'm going Kansas um, City. Um, okay. All right. The, the NFC is tough. I, I, I think I, I think if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, the the shootout. That's all. I think he might not have the ball right at the end, like he, like last year, which he did get it on those couples. He's just so special. I can't see why you go against him. I'm hoping for Pat, but I, I can't stand their defense. But if you do go against him, Josh Allen isn't a bad pick. Yes, <laughs> that's the way I'm going. That, that that's the way I'm going. He has so many weapons, and he's a weapon himself. And, and, and I'm surprised none of you, you guys think that Cincinnati can make another run. That would be my third pick. I mean, they can, but well, he's am staying I, am upright. I gonna, How long yeah, are you going to be able to do that? Yeah, yeah I'm not going to pick them over um, Josh Allen and Mahomes again. You know what I mean? Not to do it again. But okay. Very possible. Um, so that's the AFC. AFC. Who y'all got coming out the NFC? Oof. I got some team in San Francisco. That That's my pick. I, I got the 49ers coming out of there. And if this guy goes on a defensive Rampage, Cowboys. Okay, I can't pick the Cowboys. I just, you know, don't blame like me. one of those teams. I just don't have faith in as like a as a franchise. I can't do it. You know what I mean? Parsons is unbelievable. Um, still got a little beef with the Kaepernick thing, so I can't go with San Fran. So I'll probably go with Philly. That's who people should be going with. But it's not even over football. This is like personal for me. Like, so I'm going, I'm going with Philly. Just, yeah. Like, cause I, cause, cause my personal feelings towards the other franchises. Like, they have the league MVP, right? Like, yeah. It's like San, yeah, San Fran is pretty, you know, one of the reasons I kind of don't watch football, but you know, that's a little we'll, we'll tackle that at another moment. Or Eagles. Um. <laughs> So, and not um, enough, not enough's been given to Philly as well, though. But yeah, well, you know, they, 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 they can earn Eagles. it now. They can earn yeah. it now, or <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm leaning heavily towards or or great regular season. Hey guys, let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on social media. Let us know who you guys think will come out of the AFC and the NFC respectively. Who's going to make it to the Super Bowl? Hit us up on Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit hit the notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Or you can email us at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to um, catch us wherever you listen to your, your podcast. We need a fifth. Fellas, what's on the radar, man? NFL uh, Wild Call Weekend. I yeah, NFL the- Wild Call Weekend and yeah. Uh, we, we're going to spend some time, on, um, I guess, another time and just say hats off to one, Demar Hamlin and Peyton Hillis both showing, you know, positive yeah. returns. You know, Peyton is now off. I think he's out of the, the tubes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Demar's out the hospital. So, yeah. both win, win. yeah, both on the road to recovery. Absolutely. Yeah. Pete, what's on your radar, man? Yeah, like I said, NFL Wild Card Weekend. Um, I haven't watched NFL in a while, so I'm be like really locked in this weekend to the NFL. Actually, shout out Kaepernick. What a hypocrite! I know. Um, want to shout out um Angela Bassett. 
she won the Golden Globe Best Supporting Actress um, for Wakanda Forever. Um, first time a, a Marvel superhero film of any kind has been um, won the Golden Globe um, Actor Award, um, whether it be Best Supporting or uh, Best Actress. Mm. So um, shout out to, to her. Also, um, want to just bring attention again in just a little way of touch on it a little bit um dana white <laughs> crazy i'm really surprised that espn and all these sports networks aren't covering this story a little bit more actively um but it shows you the benefits of ownership when you own a thing you can determine hey the punishment and the, the company's morality um and now it's on the fans of UFC. It, they are watching uh, UFC to, or expect the UFC to be a moral, moral company um, that holds up a certain morality. Will they stop watching? Or will they continue to watch? Dana White's banking on or betting on them um, continuing to watch and, and not caring about um, how he treats his wife. Um, and what does that say about Dana White? What does that say about us? Just something to think about, guys. Well, is there anything else? No, nah, I think we, we, we definitely covered it. I mean, we're there. For, I mean, you can look at it as well, too, that unfortunately, Dana might not have, may not have achieved as much as he thinks he has. And some people might not feel that the UFC is that important or realize how important they are, which could be another scary thing. And that's some of the reasons why he's probably not getting as much notoriety, too. He's not as big as he actually thinks he is. Mm. That's another way to look at it, too. Yeah. Well, hey, so all our fists out there, stay safe. Enjoy the weekend. Another one in the can. Peace. Peace.